Hey everybody, before we start the show, I wanted to apologize for two things in this episode. Uh, first, due to a lack of planning, I start the show calling our different awards categories and partway through start calling our different categories awards. That's I apologize for that. And then I have a big, serious sorry for a longtime friend of the show, Eamon Clark, who I call Eamon throughout the episode. It's not cool to mispronounce people's names, and for that, I humbly apologize. My only excuse is, once again, that I'm pretty dumb. Uh, anyhow, let's get on with the show! My name is Conrad, alongside my friend Fox, and this is the 124th episode of Space Spinner 2000, a podcast where two Americans try to make sense of the UK's own galaxy's greatest comic, 2000 AD, one month of progs at a time. Last episode, we reached the end of 1984 in our prog timeline, so we're taking this episode to a retrospective of the year in thrills. Yeah, it's a great way to talk about this previous year of 2000 AD. And, you know, to help that, we're going to just give out some awards in a number of categories. As always, welcome to The Spinny. Oh, man. It's a beautiful night here, Conrad. Everyone's looking fantastic. A lot of guest stars this month, absolutely. Um, You know, as always, we got a bunch of categories, and you can define them as loosely as you please. Again, could be like art for a single page. It could be writing for a whole year. And this year, a lot of people wrote in nominations for categories, and I'm going to try to call them out as we go. Um, Call them out. I'm calling you out for your nominations, boy. Something, yeah. I I just want to say that, you know, I, I really appreciate everybody who, uh, you know, I kind of put a call out, and it was tough because it was right when our, like, July episode came out, so it was just halfway through the year. So I'm really thankful for people who, even though we were sort of weren't in the mood for it, were able to kind of come in and talk about what stories they liked and things like that. And it's it'd be cool, stuff. you know, and I definitely would love to try to keep this as a regular thing. So if you're interested in writing it or letting us know, you know, any time is really fine, but definitely just keep an eye out on like social media or the 2080 forums and I'll try to put something up there and respond and we'll talk to you. It's good. Sure, why not? And man, oh man, I am so excited to talk about this year. 1984 was a fucking blast, Conrad. It was great. I definitely agree, yeah. And But so before also we get to the regular awards, listener Achidna um, suggested a new award, which is um, he nom- or, or they nominated Rogue Trooper uh, in Prague's 359 to 361 for a special award for most memorable sound effects. <laughs> Those <laughs> like those sound effects were Ween Wumpa Hoppa 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 um, I'm, I'm kind of okay with with putting that uh, ongoing. Yeah, totally. Uh, also, Lobo Baggins also suggested ones which were Spata Spata Fata and. <laughs> which came from the uh, tarantula story in the 1985 Judge Dread Annual. Oh wow, that's really great. That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. Real good. I'm really excited about this being a continuing uh, thing. But anyhow, let's get started to our regular category, starting with our traditional first one, which is um, category one: best art. <laughs> so 
Again, we had a bunch of people writing in, Fox. I'll read all those, and then we can get to yours and then mine, if that makes sense to you. Um, so from email, we had uh, Joe Eady, who also wrote in last year. Um, then from the 2008 Forbes, we had Whizbang, Eamon Clark from Mega City Book Club, uh, Lobo Baggins, Alex F. from the uh, 2080 Hall of Fame uh, website. And then from Ooh. Facebook, we had our friend uh, Dave Healy, who also works and who, who like maintains parts of the uh, 1977 uh, to, to 2000 AD Facebook group and stuff. Um, awesome. Man, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it's like five people. It's real awesome. And, and there's some more in other spots, too. So uh, Joe um, nominates Mick McMahon for Slain, uh, like the Sky Chariots, and also Brian Talbot for Nemesis. Uh, Whizbang went for Alan Davis for Dr. and Quinch. So did e- so. Oh, so did oh. Eamon. They both liked uh, Dr. and Quinch stuff. Um, Lobo Baggins, not uh, Lobo Baggins and Alex F. both nominated Brett Ewins, mostly for Sector House Nine. And then uh, Dave Healy nominated Bella Ginelli for Dragon Heist and Slain. Oh my God! I mean, that's, that's so much. Those are all solid choices. Absolutely. So, what did you have, uh, uh, Fox, for this year? For best art? For best art. Let me tell you. Um, so my runner-up this year is Slain Dragon Heist. Nice. Um, like, it's and really just Slain in general, like a ferocity that I just haven't seen in terms of like art and fun and like acid-induced D&D comics. <laughs> um, like, just really blew me away. I love this like concept of... <clears throat> like a dragon horde, not really being like a, a giant pile of things, but the dragon itself being a horde. Mm. I loved the um, visualizations of this like dragon flying around and how it seizes through heat, um, which is like really distinctive and, and like breath being gold and what they're attracted yeah. to when they eat a person. I loved the, the, fucking sacrifices that um you know the dragon was used to getting and like these scenes of just like it remembering the good old days where it just used to eat like <laughs> strange women who were tied to a pole totally it was fucking fantastic i loved it um but in terms of best art man like it's going straight to halo jones ian gibson what the actual hell like what can you what can you do wrong um, because one of those things is not Halo Jones, like ah. equal parts, like stylized, sexy and sci-fi. Like it, it just like, I really felt, uh, a part of the world and mind you, like, uh, as you mentioned, when we were kind of going through, like the, the explanations aren't there. There are no yeah. text boxes, right? Like it's just giving way to here's the art. Here's some like story to lay down like world building. But it really lets a lot of the um, like scenery breathe for itself and really like lets your mind kind of wonder about what this place is and, you know, what it's about before revealing itself eventually through story. And uh, nice. like it's just really fun, I guess not fun, but it's it's an, an actual adventure. Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely parts of Halo Jones that are fun, I think, even like oh, after sure. the bad stuff happens and stuff. I think it's definitely like that's especially in this first part. That's what carries you through is just that, like, you know, empathizing with these characters and like feeling what they're feeling and stuff like that. And some of those are positive emotions for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, so uh, how about you, man? What's yeah, for me, yeah, I've got my traditional uh, two runners up and a winner. Uh, my first runner up is um, Ian Gibson for Halo Jones. A lot of what you've said, he just oh, like man. 
yeah, so it comes out of the gate and gives you this world and just like the way that, um, you know, the little stuff in Halo Jones is what I think is the best. Like the little like changes on their face when they hear new parts of the story, uh, the fashions like all the characters wear and mm. stuff like, like, like how they're dressed and how different people are dressed and stuff and how those things change are really neat. Um, and then just like, yeah, just creating this world of the hoop and stuff and all that stuff is a really, uh, a very heavy part of that is Gibson just because like you've said, yeah, more doesn't, you know, they don't really do a lot of the backstory stuff. So you're just sort of picking it up from him drawing these really complicated like settings and playgrounds for these characters to do things in and stuff like that. Um, my second runner up is a team of, uh, McMahon and Bellardinelli for Slain, man. I love both of these guys in their Slain work. Um, both the stuff in Dragon Heist, like you said, and just McMahon doing crazy and like the Sky Chariots and other things for Slain this year are so amazing and just different than anything else in the prog, different than anything else I've seen in comics. It's really great. But my, my winner for art 1984 is, uh, Kevin O'Neill and Brian Talbot for Nemesis the Warlock, which is like, you know, is always my choice. I always love Nemesis. (laughs) Dude, of course. But I love these two guys, or I love it especially this year just because we got the uh the change in the style of art to this sort of like steampunk and then like sort of gothic style you know oh, it's so beautiful it's really nice and then um real and then you know and just sort of keeping it up and drawing that you know nemesis looking super cool in like his cloak and stuff and then also like torquemada looking real gross in like his like top hat and melty face and other things and then also the return of <laughs> warriors and stuff just the way even though that's all story stuff it's also art stuff of just the way that it's yeah. brought about and brought to life and stuff is really great oh man i can't agree more i love the giant uh victorian uh, gun capsule <laughs> absolutely yeah all the use of uh, projectiles and stuff is really interesting in the uh just doing the look of the technology for for this uh, gothic empire and stuff mm. cool so okay so let's move on to uh category two best story yeah, it's good. Uh, so, uh, Joe Eady, uh, uh, has, uh, Alan Moore just beating out Pat Mills for, um, best writing. Whizbang suggests, uh, uh, Grant and Wagner for Strontium Dog and Dread, which seems strong to Ooh. me. Um, Eamon and Lobo, um, both, um, say, uh, Alan Moore is the best for 84 for writing. <laughs> Alex F says the killing specifically for strong team dog is really good. And, uh, Dave Healy, who is a big, um, uh, Dave fan suggests portrait of a politician. <laughs> the story of Dave, the orangutan rising to power in mega city one. <laughs> I think that's such a strong argument. It's on good, so yeah. many levels. Totally. So Fox, what do you got for best art or best story? I should say best writing for, uh, for <sighs> this year. So my runner up, um, is fucking strontium dog, the killing, nice. uh, Fuck, everything about this is awesome. Like, uh, it's it's the video game I always wanted, although not the video game I necessarily got, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, like, it's just such a cool thing. Like, do you remember the people carpet? Yeah, totally. Yeah, do, the, you remember, the rich... do you remember, like, the lizards that they just blew up? <laughs> like, yeah. the, the lizard buddies? Remember the guy who brought two versions of the same gun? <laughs> like, one was just a bigger version of that gun. Yeah, Napalm uh, Blaster. And then... Napalm Blaster. So, exactly. such an important weapon. And then the most important thing, they were just there for the money. <laughs> like... Yeah, they had a plan and they executed on it, you know? 
It's it's just so. I mean, it's it feels like a by the numbers strontium dog. Although arguably, like most of the uh, things that we read about them aren't them doing jobs, right? <laughs> like so this this is like if this is their like doing of jobs, this is like the craftiest version of doing the jobs, and I I love it. It's yeah. It was just so fun, uh, them running around and these uh, supreme oligarchs just kind of just lavishing and, and being horrible. Like, yeah, we displaced all these people and fuck them. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> You know, you interrupting their right was totally no uh, guilt because they were obviously really terrible people for sure. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Uh, but nice. for best story, man, I mean, I'm throwing this. I, so I know Alan Moore, as you've said, uh, has disavowed uh, this story. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say DR and Quinch go to Hollywood uh, is just awesome. Like, there's nice. so much going on this year, right? Like, yeah. I, I love the, uh, like, in terms of what I love, I love camp, right? I love sure. really campy garbage. And this is campy but it's also celebrating campiness right like right. by doing a throwback to like rocky horror picture show and i want to be in a theater screaming mind the orange Sparling. <laughs> like, like it's this whole story of how a couple of sociopaths uh con all of hollywood which right. i guess is like maybe a planet or something i don't know it yeah, was it's a fucking fantastic and like while it's not like a rushmore thing i guess uh i think anyone would be just kind of mistaken not to read it uh, yeah it was fucking fantastic yeah i mean you know dr and quinch is such a, a a flash in early 84 but it also echoes through it's one of these ones that echoes through 2000 ad for years to come just in terms of references really. to it and stuff i mean like just to give you an idea like the you know this year the christmas cover was this kevin o'neill monster santa um next year it's gonna be dr and quinch um robbing some kids of their christmas presents dressed up like santa <laughs> you know <laughs> great like they definitely continue they definitely stay with us as like a concept and stuff nice oh man that's fucking excellent i i loved it cool yeah definitely uh for me i have yeah so my uh first runner-up i just said pat mills generally i love both his stuff for slain and nemesis this year excellent work as always from the uh old grandfather of or from the father british comics good stuff um and then um my second runner-up was uh john John wagner and alan grants for specifically that uh case for treatment storyline and judge dread like for that one specifically the writing really stands out and just like the characterization of dread and how he finds himself in his world and stuff like that you know oh hell yeah i remember at the time and just generally i've been talking about that one a lot because it's really stuck with me and because mm. it stuck with me, that means that it's got to be nominated for the spin. And that's why you do it, you know. <laughs> of course. Um, and then for my winner, I'm going to sort of go along with you a little bit. And I'm going to say uh, Alan Moore for both Halo Jones and DR and Quinch. Um, the way that he wrote Halo Jones is really great. And like um, DR and Quinch, the art's really good. But man, so much of DR and Quinch is just the the writing, the inner <laughs> the monologues characters. of DR and Quinch and how they sort of present themselves. Like like if Halo Jones has all this writing without text boxes, DR and Quinch is one is so reliant on its text boxes that um it's you know they become their own characters and their own part they really showcase more as writing in them you know yeah exactly and it's fun to read them you know Definitely. it's actual content as opposed to just filler for sure okay so that takes us to award three best overall thrill 
Um, so this is, yeah, the big one. Um, in, for this one, uh, Joe Edie suggests hey, or says Halo Jones, which is going to be a pretty common one, I think, or I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Wizbang says, or Wizbang agrees the thing on writing and says that the uh, the a case for treatment dread storyline, like both like the one where he's talking to Morph and then where he punches out that uh, that um, pe- pencil pusher guy, and then when he goes into for treatment and stuff. <laughs> Those four so as sort of a general storyline are the best are the best thrill. Um, Eamon Clark says Dr. and Quinch go to Hollywood. He kind of he in and like I'd suggest especially for these ones going to like the uh, 2080 forums and reading what these guys specifically say. Oh, I like yeah. what Eamon says here because he kind of talks about how you know it's e- like Halo Jones has a lot sort of especially if you're looking at it from the past having read all three books. And it says that the first one might be a little weird and culture shocky if you're just a kid reading along to it the first time through. Whereas Dr. and Quinch, especially like Dr. and Quinch, go to Hollywood, like you said, Fox, is just real, like, hilarious and immediate and just something that sticks with you from the very start, you know? Oof. Um, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lobo Baggins says The Killing. Alex F. says Nemesis Book 4, which I think we've both been enjoying. Uh, and oh, then hell yeah. Dave Healy says DR and Quinch generally is the top thrill, which I think is also good. And then uh, um, a 2008, 2080 Forums writer, uh, Funt Solo, came in and gave and, and gave us the t- um, his or their nominations for the uh, top five thrills of 1984, which were oh, uh, wow. Halo Jones, Slain in the Sky, and, and the Sky Chariots, DR and Quinch, The Killing, and the, and the Haunting of Sector House 9. And then Ooh. he kind of made an interesting point, I thought, about um, how, like, the – what do I want to say? That uh, the Haunting of Sector House 9 was an interesting anecdote for or antidote for Dread, which had, uh, up until that point in the year, kind of had a lot of very, like, silly one-off stories and stuff. Huh. To kind of replace that with a little bit more serious or scary, um, like, long story, I guess. Well, that's kind of neat. I didn't it, actually thought of it that way. Yeah, it's an int- it's you know I don't know if we talk about it that much. This idea of sort of like what the overall feel of dread is in a given month or something is because you know it can it can ping it, it can move from being sort of straight comedy to sort of like dour um, like seriousness so so quickly that it's interesting yeah. to keep an eye out for sort of how it how its tone is going at any given time. You know. Well, that's an interesting assessment. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, me too. I thought it was interesting. You know, saying that interesting, the word interesting a lot, but I think that was was worth it. (laughs) Fox, what's your best overall thrill for 1984? Let me tell you, first off, my runner-up is Strontium Dog, all of it. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Like, like, you know, whenever Strontium Dog comes back for a year... Uh, and and blows itself out of the water like you know kind of at the top of the year we got this the killing story and it was super fucking fun Mm -hmm. rad stuff and then immediately sucker punched into by the way your dad's back the crew's back together like it's just so it's fucking fun you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh like it delivers this like like intense amount of heart through like uh, like how he interacts with people and uh, you know, especially his friends and, and people that he, you know, has worked with in the past. It's tense. It's eclectic. Um, and like, it never really like slows its pace, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I guess I can say that about a lot of things uh, this year, but I don't think anything really hits that kind of, like go 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 feel of strontium dog like every time i got to it 
mm-hmm. um, it was page turn, page turn, page turn, page turn, and not because I was trying to skip through it. It's just because that's yeah, you want the to see what breakneck. Next. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's at a breakneck pace, and uh, you know, this is kind of the thing that comics aspire to be. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I I don't know. It was it was just a really fantastic year for Strawn. Uh But in terms of my overall, uh, I I got to show some form <laughs> solidarity, I guess. Uh-oh. Like. While while Halo Jones made an, a fantastic scene and Joe's been doing the fucking yeoman's work and Slain beat down everything and Nemesis is back doing his goth shit like it's fucking great. <laughs> These things are already masterpieces, mm-hmm. right? Like set down, laid down. They are clear, true works of art. But do you know what? I'm not going to overlook this year because it was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. You you sometimes walk by a piece of art and you're fucking stunned by it. And while it may not be his magnum opus, man, DR and Quinch go to Hollywood was <laughs> nice. fucking fun. Uh, yeah, for and sure. Like it's it's the kind of sociopathy that I love. Uh, and like I love those characters. I love what was done. I I you know. Like even previous stories of DR and Quinch were not that like <clears throat> sort of fantastic. This one mm-hmm. was just fun to read through, fun to see where things were going, and it ended where we where it began. And just like I guess that writer's dead now. Yep. Um, well, no, he yeah. comes back to life and then tries to start the whole thing over again, not realizing exactly. the the terror that DR and Quinch have left in their wake. Right. <laughs> it's just like uh, it doesn't overstay its welcome as a comic. I guess, and mm. I always find myself wanting more DR and Quinch. Um, but yeah, if I was going to say there's a quintessential DR and Quinch to read, it's this one, and don't skip it. Like Quinch, Quinch essential. Oh my god! <laughs> I love you so much, man. That's great. Goddamn idiot! All right. Oh. <laughs> okay, so hey, man, I here I am jabber jawing away like a talking shark. What was your best overall thrill, buddy? Ah, uh, the jabber jaw. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> let me uh, grape ape my way through. Um, anyhow, um, <laughs> so what's the car? Oh, I don't know. My first runner-up was uh, Judge Dread. Just generally good Dread year this year. Um, oh fuck yeah! The case for treatment one was good. Again, that one's a life changer for me. Um, but also, Haunting of Sector House Nine is an awesome story. Uh, the Dread Angel storyline was just Dread and Mean Machine like r- driving through trying to steal the treasures of Liberace's tomb and stuff. That's all oh, really good. That's so funny. Um, yeah, that was really great. Um, and then just sort of ending up with this uh, with this City of the Damned uh, mega epic. Ugh. It's also really neat. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, there's other stuff like, uh, like the tr- like uh, uh, Judge Decker having her like uh, assessment that was really oh, good. Yeah, um, that was great. Dave the orangutan like being made mayor was really good. It was just <laughs> a lot of these really fun, like r- kind of maybe random a little bit, but just sort of extended dread stories that were really good. And like I, you know, I really enjoyed dread this year. I mean, as always, almost. But you know, it's good to call yeah. it out. I think uh, my 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 first runner up was a uh, Halo. Jones. Um, I really like Halo Jones. It's a really great story. Um, You know, 
I feel like the time where, it, uh, you know, this first one is definitely just kind of getting into it and figuring things out. I I feel like, you know, this is the one that we're allowed to sleep on. And then it's later, like book two and especially book three, where like we're going to be in trouble if they don't like kind of sweep the spinnies or something. But we'll see. Um, <laughs> but for this one, I felt like, you know, it did a great job establishing these characters and setting up this world. And I'm, it just left me wanting to left me waiting to see them get into do more stuff. Um, and so my winner is going to be Strontium Dog this year, man. Uh, Fuck both, yeah. Both the killing and the outlaw story combine for just amazing stuff. I love the killing story. I love the outlaw story, which is just this, you know, 22 pay, 22 prog, just epic of bringing all these characters back and tying up the, uh, or tying in the previous, like the old, the previous Strontium Dog epic into mm. sort of a more modern setting and stuff. You know, it's going to set up a bunch of characters for future Strontium Dog stuff, especially Mid and Face McNulty. Um, and just sort of talk, you know, just give us more parts of this, of this kind of sort of future world that Strontium Dog exists in. And it was just real neat of Strontium Dog, you know, of, uh, Johnny Alpha clearing his name and everybody sort of fighting against each other and stuff. I'm super stoked about it. It's so fun. You know, yeah, it's just fucking fun. I mean, not all the time, but like it's, but it's I mean, a just, great thing to yeah. read. I mean, it's fun just in that there's like action constantly that just sort of jumps into the next thing. Things keep moving. There's always sort of a next step and, and, and the plot moves forward and kind of, you know, it builds up to these massive confrontations that are always really absolutely. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's go to award for best month. Oh, just, fuck yeah. Yeah, so this can be like an, a calendar month, or pr- actually, I'd say I'd prefer it to be an episode of the show, but you can do whatever you want, Um, you know. <laughs> As um, you do. Or like an annual or things like that, too. Um, We didn't have a ton of uh, nominees for this one, mostly because a lot of people are actually reading along with us as the show comes out. So since I'm asking for these things, like after the July episode uh, has been released, people just haven't seen the whole year, so they don't really know off the top of their head. Which I also appreciate, because I think it's cool that people are reading along with us, so whatever. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's neat. I love it all. So Joe says uh, October was the best month, which I think is pretty reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Eamon says er, says uh, April, which I believe is when we had the uh, GR and Crunch go to Hollywood storyline. Mm. Um, a- um, Alex F also says October, um, which and, and also gives the very hot take that dread punching that pencil pusher yelling at him for sir uh, for support for uh, paying for that uh, robot kid's new brain. <laughs> He says that oh. that is the best single panel of dread ever, not uh, the gaze into the fist of death one, which is extre- oh, wow. an extremely hot take. Um, wow. But so my my top month, I'd say, would be our episode 117, which is uh, June and July, which basically has Ooh. the start of Halo Jones, um, the outlaw storyline, the start of Dread Angel, and the message from Millicom story. Just because that's sort of – I like that month of just that – you know, the, like it sort of leads in from this sort of dead period of future shocks into all these great storylines starting all at once. Oh, sure. Um, I then, mean – yeah, that that's is, future shock territory. <laughs> totally, and then my but 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 my top month, and I'm scooping you on this because I think you might agree with me, Fox, is um, episode 121, which <laughs> is uh, you know October, which other people have mentioned, which is uh, Nemesis the Warlock starts the Question of Judgment storyline, Ace Trucking, Hell Trekkers, and the start of the ends of the New Earth story because all that stuff's real good and real like affecting to me. 
Ooh. So, so what do you got, Fox? What's your top <laughs> month? What's your top episode this year? So while I don't disagree with you, I chose mine uh, for two different reasons. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your wrong answer here. I'm pretty stoked about it. <laughs> so my favorite episode is 122. <laughs> 122? <laughs> for all of the reasons that you know. It is it is so fantastic. That was probably my my one of my top five, top three recordings with you. Oh, because um, the episode itself was because we were I was on we were on vacation and my and my uh, internet kept dropping out. Oh my god, I want to die. That was, it was so bad. So, it was so great, but but also keep in mind, like, so it's 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 easy to kind of um, I shouldn't say easy, but like I I specifically didn't choose June July right. Like you're just coming out of Future Shock territory, so mm-hmm. everything's better than that. Uh, I would have taken fair. Wolfie Smith. Um, and and while I I do think 121 is strong, like the thing that I liked about 122 is there were two fucking future shocks right mm-hmm. um and uh like so much of it was fun like we got i think it's it's like six or seven uh different pr- like uh um, thrills within the prods mm-hmm. right yeah. like you said goodbye to rogue finally he can just kind of take a break if not f- <laughs> at least for a little while um uh, james de Gris is back which yeah. i just like has so far been just the best payoff for waiting for this ever i'm so happy uh that we get to have another stainless steel rat um we got to see someone else pen bellardinelli's work which was odd and horrible yeah um and uh you know uh, blue pyres are horrible and i love that and i mean it's <laughs> it it just like <clears throat> got me really excited for 1985 i suppose mm. like as i was just kind of looking back on the year like every month sans well every episode sans like one which is you know even future shock territory was funny um like i couldn't honestly tell you that like any one of our episodes was like bad or boring mm-hmm. um or that there was anything that i really just didn't like right hey, um, hey, our episodes are always good it's the prog that lets us <laughs> down sometimes my friend all right it's my that's what i say that's what i'm talking about but like yeah 122 is great it was horrible uh well not the comic but definitely just so <laughs> much a- ugh <laughs> We had a really good time recording it. So I hope everyone enjoyed that. <sighs> All right. But yeah, that's fine. You bastard. All right. Um, so let's go to our final category. Category 5. Best year. Oh, I feel like this just says itself. So, yeah, we only had... Um, most folks didn't kind of weigh on this one. I feel like it's pretty well known. Or that that, that they liked 84 pretty well, though. Uh, Joe says... He, he that 84 is the best year. It's funny because uh, they said that it's uh, 52 golden progs, but that's not true, buddy, because there was a strike. There's like 48 progs this year. <laughs> take that. Wow. Uh, take that. Some valued internet uh, or valued email writer. <laughs> we appreciate you taking the effort. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyhow, Fox, what's your top year here? What do you got for me? Oh, I mean 1984. Like, do, nice. I, do I need to explain it? Because I feel like everything we've just talked about says fucking volumes. I mean, in terms of my stack ranking, and I know that, uh, you know, yours is a bit more complicated than mine. Yeah. But since 77, every year has been better than the last for me. Nice. And uh, and it's still how I'm stack ranking things. Um 
It's just fucking fantastic. Like, uh, every year I keep getting excited for the next year, which is kind of fucked up because, you know, at some point we're going to get to the end of this and I'm going to start having like a fucking comic book habit and <laughs> buying things. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you know, who's to say what? I mean, like, don't don't worry about making too many plans for when we finish the podcast. That's like going to be. <laughs> That's like 40 years from now. I mean, you know, yeah, like whatever. You have to buy a bunch of comics from our robot masters that have replaced all of humanity or something. Oh, like sweet. That, you know? Yeah, I it's going to be good. Robot masters. Totally. Absolutely. Um, for me, man, yeah, I liked 84 a whole lot. I'm going to put it sort of as the best year. There's just a lot of great stuff in it. And plus, I mean, it's got the stuff that, I, like, my, my, for a long time, my top year was 79. And this one has also, like, a big Strong Team Dog storyline and the ABC Warriors. So what's not to like, you know? Like, it's sort of, <laughs> it's got the stuff that I liked about my previous, like, you know, long-term top year. And it's doing all of it with more, with, with, with other cool stuff. So it's good. It's got what Conrad's crave. Yeah, that's right. Electrolytes and ABC Warriors. Um, <laughs> anyhow, that's it for our award show. But don't like stop listening or skip it or skip to your next episode or whatever because we are going to have our extensive uh, 1985 preview right after this. So don't skip. Ooh. Yeah. But I hope you did enjoy the show. As always, you can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitch, the Google Play Store, our podcast site, spacespinner2000.com. Feel free to contact us, spacespinner2000 at gmail.com, on the 2080 forums, or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages on Twitter at Space Spinner 2K. Everything else, look up Space Spinner 2000. We should be there. And, oh man, Fox, coming up 1985. Oh. Here's what we got. All right, I'm excited. So, for returning thrills, you'll be shocked to know that we do indeed have Judge Dredd coming back. <laughs> Shocker. Um, top Dredd storylines for 85, though, um, are the conclusion of the City of the Damned Mega Epic, mm. um, the Hunter's Club story. I like that a lot. That's a Ron Smith story. And okay. then um, our good buddy Marlon Shakespeare has made his way out of juvenile detention and... <laughs> has gotten into the sport of uh, sky surfing and thus oh. will grace us with Sky Surf 7 and the Midnight Surfers storyline. One of my favorites ever. Oh, um, all right. Yeah, it's good. Um, so besides that, for returning thrills, we'll continue with our current lineup, uh, Ace Trucking, Hell Trekkers, Nemesis, Stainless Steel Rat, um, Ace Trucking will leave and then come back later in the year. Same with Nemesis. Book four will end and book five will begin later in the year. Ooh, cool. Um, we'll also see returning stories of uh, Strontium Dog and Robo Hunter as well. We'll both be back. What? In um, 1985, as will Rogue Trooper, Slain, um, which will include the Tomb of Terror storyline, which is one of my favorite 2080 thrills. Period. <laughs> which is oh. when we'll, which is when we'll start playing D and D in the thrills, which is going to be real good. Um, oh, that's great! And right early on in the new year, it's going to be the Ballad of Halo Jones book two. Fuck yeah, man! Uh, wow, well, really well, sounds action packed. Yeah, it's going to be a good 85. Yeah, there's also you know there's going to be also the usual slots of re returning of uh, future shocks and uh, Tharg the Mighty stories, and then we'll have two new thrills in 85. Um, we'll have the story Mean Team, which is a Bella, which has Bella Donnelly on art and is sort of a future, a future sporty sort of thing. Ooh, and a certain someone you know named Judge Cassandra Anderson will get her <gasps> own solo strip. Judge Anderson what? spins Arr. off to do her own thing. 
Yeah, and that's going to start off with the Four Dark Judges story, which will also have the return oh. of Judge Death at all. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's going to be good. Yeah, and then there's also going to be a bunch of big show milestones for us in uh, in, in, <laughs> in our coverage of 1985. Um, we, like, just next episode, we'll hit Prague 400. The episode Ooh. after that, everyone will be happy to know, on Guy... F- or, or, sorry, yeah... In the episode after that, it'll be our two-year anniversary doing this dumb yes! podcast. <laughs> two years in, God knows how many to go. Then oh, on a, on our Guy Fox Day, we'll also be celebrating the uh, 20% completion of the progs. Ooh. 20% down, 80 to go, buddy. We're almost <laughs> done. Um, Fuck me, no. <laughs> we're, st- we, we're beginning the long march to episode 150, but we won't get there until uh, we're covered 1986, which should be in 2019, the distant future. Jesus. <laughs> also, uh, you know, just programming notes for 1985. We're going to keep doing four progs per episode. That's been going good. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you are a listener to this show and you would like to guest star on a special or annual, uh, reach out and let me know. Just through social media, email me, whatever else, email the show. Um, we're booked for 1985, but we got plenty of spots for 1986 onwards. So you oh, know, probably yeah. taping sometime in the new year, basically. You know, just if you, especially if there's one that you really want to do, let me know. We're pretty much up until 1989. So basically up, you know, through 88, I'm just looking for people to do stuff. It should be good. Um, awesome. Yeah. The big news though, Fox, that I'm really excited <laughs> about is we're going to, is I'm going to start putting out a new, semi-weekly show called uh, Space Spinner Reaction. It should be maybe every two or three weeks, basically. Um, And in that show, me and a buddy of mine are going to cover the original action comic from uh, British Comics uh, Space Spinner style. Um, Action is this real cool British comic. It took place, it started in like 76 and is often seen as kind of an inspiration for, not an inspiration, but like an early version almost of 2000 AD. It's sort of Pat Mills and these other artists sort of like coming together to make sort of a slightly more advanced like copy for, or a comic for like, for male readers and stuff. Um, it's, it was, it was tragically canceled pretty early on, like about 30, 30 issues in or so. And it's always mm. like, you know, when you tell the story of 2000 AD, you, they always start by telling the story of action and how it was sort of like canceled and then sort of cast a shadow of everything else that sort of 2000 AD grew up in and stuff. Um, oh, it's fascinating. But yeah, and the stories are really fun. It's got like about eight stories per comic and they're all like these three page ultra action stories and stuff <laughs> that are really neat. Wow. Um, like there's one about hook there's one called hookjaw that's about a killer shark there's one about called dredger that's about this um secret agent that kills everybody it's all really awesome um and i'm i've i've taped a couple episodes of it already and i think it's really funny and fun and yeah that's going to be sort of on thursdays when we aren't doing a annual or special for this show it should be on the you know it'll oh, be neat. on this feed and everything else and I'll try to get more collections in too. I've been slowing down on, I've been slacking off on that because I'm a lazy man. Um, so I'll try to get more out. Um, anyhow, um, with that said, um, tune in next week as we begin 1985 in earnest. Dredd and Anderson continue to investigate the city of the damned. Nemesis goes to recruit the ABC Warriors. The Hell Trekkers fight some mutants. Ace goes to Kukarach. And Rogue Trooper returns. Awesome. Should be good. Until then, I'm Conrad. He's Fox. And we are Space Spinner 2000. Splendid. Splendid.